0: that's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. E DW prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
0: For living a life free of debt, stress, and worry. Her new book is almost here, and time is running out for you to take advantage of our incredible pre-order offer. You get $70 worth of bonus items, including the Love Your Life Not There's digital audiobook, the Love Your Life Not There's Digital ebook, and the New York Times bestseller, Smart Money Smart Kids ebook. It's all for free when you pre-order the new book today. Go to rachelcruz.com to pre-order before the deal is gone. That's rachelcruise.com or call triple eight twenty-two 22 piece 888 227 3223
1: This is 1050 AM KCAA Loma Linda and 106.5 FM UKIPA.
2: I'm Chris Maurer, CNBC Business Radio. Stocks are moderately higher on day one of the Federal Reserve's two-day policy-setting meeting. Wall Street is betting the Fed will keep interest rates steady. The Dow's up 58 points. The Nasdaq higher by 18. Wells Fargo CEO John Stumpf was on Capitol Hill today getting grilled by the Senate Banking Committee over his bank's deceptive sales practices. Senator Elizabeth Warren called for a criminal investigation and told Stump he should resign. Wells Fargo paid a $185 million settlement related to the charges. Macy's is planning to hire 83,000 workers for the busy Christmas holidays. That's about the same amount it employed last year. The new hires will work at either Macy's or Bloomingdale's department stores, or at call centers or shipping facilities that deliver to online customers. Once again, stocks are higher. I'm Chris Maurer, CNBC Business Radio.
1: Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-501-3689 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-501-3689 for your free author submission kit. Again, 800-501-3689. The wrong boot will make your work suffer. Take Eddie. That's his forklift with the front wheels hanging
3: just over the edge of the loading dock. And that is a big beat of sweat dripping down Eddie's face because he's pretty sure if he moves, this whole thing is going to go further south. Sure will be interesting when everybody gets back from lunch. When you feed her, your work suffers. So get the Timberland Pro Powertrain Sport. Anti-fatigue technology and a 30-day comfort guarantee. Timberland Pro. Visit your local Timberland Pro retailer to get a pair.
0: NBC News Radio. I'm Tom Roberts. The father of New York bombing suspect Ahmad Khan Rahami says he alerted the authorities about his son in 2014. Standing outside the fried chicken restaurant his family owns in Elizabeth, Mohamed Rahami confirmed to reporters he reached out to the feds. He says he called the FBI two years ago. The New York Times reports it happened after his son was arrested for a domestic dispute and accused of stabbing his brother. Law enforcement sources tell the Times the father recanted his claims made because he was angry at his son. When the dad was asked by reporters if his son was a terrorist, he answered no. Ethan Harp, NBC News Radio, New York. A note referring to the Boston Marathon bombing is reportedly part of the evidence recovered from an unexploded pressure cooker bomb in New York's Chelsea neighborhood on Saturday. Gas is expected to soon start flowing again across the southeast and into the mid-Atlantic after crews repaired a major pipeline. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. Senator Elizabeth Warren is calling on Wells Fargo CEO John Stumpf to step down over the recent banking scandal.
3: You should resign. You should give back the money that you took while this scam was going on, and you should be criminally investigated. During a
0: Senate Banking Committee hearing today, the Massachusetts Democrat accused Stumpf of gutless leadership. Stumpf has been in the hot seat after apologizing for the bank's failure to prevent the opening of millions of unauthorized customer accounts. Shares in Wells Fargo plunged from their daytime high when Warren began her questioning. Donald Trump is heading to the Cleveland area for a town hall meeting at a black church. The event at the New Spirit Revival Center in Cleveland Heights will be hosted by Reverend Daryl Scott, who spoke at the Republican National Convention in July, and Fox News host Sean Hannity. The church's website says the town hall will focus on African American concerns. Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt are calling it quits. TMZ says Jolie has filed for divorce from Pitt, citing irreconcilable differences. Tom Roberts, NBC News Radio.
3: The American Academy of Pediatrics is recommending that doctors and parents stop giving codeine to children. Dr. Amy Snyderman of the Cleveland Clinic says there's a good reason for that codeine warning. It metabolizes into morphine, which is a pretty strong
2: medicine, but it does so in an unpredictable manner. So we never know what dose of morphine they're getting.
3: Codeine is a narcotic that's been prescribed for decades to children for post-surgical pain relief or as a cough remedy. Dr. Snyderman says some children could experience slowed breathing rates or even die after taking standard doses of the drug. A new NIH study shows women who suffer depression early in pregnancy are twice as likely to develop diabetes before giving birth. That increases their risk of postpartum depression. Researchers say that means doctors need to pay close attention to patients with either condition. Health Update, Sarah Lee Kessler, NBC News Radio.
1: From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm Tom Ladd for this afternoon. Chance of showers and thunderstorms. It'll be partly sunny, expect a high near 88. Chance of showers and thunderstorms tonight, mostly cloudy, expect a low of 67. Mostly sunny Wednesday, expect a high of 87. It'll be clear Wednesday night with a low near 64. Thursday's outlook, sunny with a high near 80, and Thursday night, clear with a low of 56. That's your weather forecast for this hour from KCAA 106.5 FM and 1050 AM. The stations that leave no listener behind. Would odors, mold, and mildew describe your basement or crawl space? It doesn't have to be that way. Transform them into a fresh, healthy, usable one with the technologically advanced wave moisture control units. The computerized operation maximizes moisture control and also expels harmful radon, combustion gases, and numerous other pollutants. Dehumidifiers are old technology that do nothing for air quality and waste energy. Wave units are intelligent, self-monitoring, do not need maintenance, and will save you hundreds in electricity. Wave units are still running a Effectively over 15 years they've been tested and installed in public and military housing and by property managers nationwide buy a unit now and if your home is not fresher and drier you can return it for a full refund for up to 12 months what have you got to lose call now 1-888-618-WAVE 1-888-618-WAVE or visit mydryhome.com that's mydryhome.com wave home
3: solutions for a healthy comfortable home
1: this
4: is KCAA. Welcome to Smart Health Talk with your host, Elaine McFadden.
3: Take a walk on the wild side. Will the birds and the
1: bees survive?
4: Right before me, my newfound hippie side Once ignored
3: these conspiracies online At the window, footage of the earth Sign me up now, make sure You use your smile Take
4: a walk on the
3: wild side Will the and the your See side?
4: Welcome to Smart Health Talk with your host, Elaine McFadden. Welcome, everyone. You're right here at Smart Health Talk Radio Show with myself, Elaine McFadden. I'm a registered dietitian with a master's in public health and many, many years of experience going up to farms, selling produce, finding out about different farming methods that people use. And it became clear to me many, many years ago that pesticide equals poison. And I just couldn't even imagine drinking any kind of poison or purposely putting poison into my body when I knew that it was designed to kill, kill our cells too. And I just thought, this, this can't be right. And then I learned about organic farming and how it actually is regenerative and produces all kinds of great microorganisms in the soil that unlock all these nutrients and they get into the food. And then we can actually get more nutrition. And then I got a chance to learn that when we get really good nutrition, we can actually prevent disease, the kind of disease that kills us and gives us cancer and heart disease and diabetes. And not just that, but these toxins actually get locked in our fat cells. And if you look at the national population, you can see we're not we got a lot of bumps and fat in places that we it shouldn't be. Well, I really think that that is also connected to we have a really big puzzle here, but actually to me it's pretty simple. When we invented high fructose corn syrup and pesticides, we were doomed. <laughs> To be unhealthy and fat, <laughs> and even the antibiotics um, are—they uh, actually give those to animals to make them fat, and we're getting them all the time. And I'm—what I've just mentioned here are just a small segment of what we're going to be talking today, talking about today, because um, this is going to be a kind of in the news segment. We got a lot of stuff going on. We got a lot of ground to cover. And lucky for me, I got a great co-host today that's on the line that I'm going to welcome onto the show here. And this is one of my favorite people. He is—he's uh, been out there taking care of entire cities with no pesticides. And he has a business called Earth Friendly Pest Management, and he's a consultant. And not just that, but he offers all kinds of incredible information for practically nothing. Uh, that could solve many of our problems if we would just listen to him. <laughs> and this, this uh, great guy that I'm talking about is Richard F- Fagerland. Ha- Spe- say your last name for me, Richard.
5: Uh, Bugman.
4: Bugman. Okay, thank you. <laughs> that way I don't have to it, it, say it. it, it, it it's Fagerland. Bugman is okay. Okay, Faggerland. Yeah. Okay, well. um Retreaters. Is it? Okay, well. um, I know that uh, I actually know someone that came from the Norway Sweden area and works for nature's Path, uh, working with farmers to make sure that they have all their supply of organic uh, grains for their cereals and all their other products now and into the future. and he told me that it was standard when you went to agricultural school there that pesticide farming is what was the what was taught, not organic farming. And uh, that background actually kind of reinforced to him the risks of pesticides and why he went, he joined the organic team instead of the pesticide team. Uh, But Richard, why don't you go ahead and just tell people a little bit about yourself and then we're going to kind of get into all these different topics that are, I think it's, we're going to have a really fun show because... This stuff is – it's so funny because, like, what we talked about on on our Smart Health Talk show here was it used to be, when we first started the show six years ago, you wouldn't hear about the topics that we talked about in the news. But now, when I go, like, to Yahoo, it's like every other topic – is what we've been talking about for years right here on Smart Health Talk. So it appears that uh, we're starting to have an enlightening of the population. People are starting to get educated. They're starting to ask questions. And this is what we want. We want people to become knowledgeable and ask questions and find out for themselves because it requires, uh, if we're going to change everything for the better, We need the cooperation of everyone, and everyone needs to be making the right choices and spending those dollars the way that it's going to make our world a better place, not be supporting these big corporations that are the part of the problem. So go ahead, Richard, and tell us a little bit about yourself.
5: Well, I've been in the the pest control industry for about 45 years, almost 45 years, and I Mostly in structural pest control, you know, pests around the house and mice and things like that. And I'm getting a lot into mosquito control and, uh, how it's, uh, it's so silly the way they're doing it. And, uh, and, and uh, I used to be, uh, IPM manager for the city of Santa Fe, so I was in charge of, uh, all well, pesticide uses and we didn't use any pesticides. We, we didn't use any, any Roundup or anything. We used uh, avenger and vinegar and sometimes we just pulled the weeds out by hand. Yeah. Imagine
4: that bending over mm-hmm. and pulling up a weed. You know, I started thinking about it, Richard, because I was out doing some of mine that like were growing in the on the curb, you know, in between the cracks. And I went down, I grabbed the weed, I pulled it, and I already had it in my hand, so I could immediately dispose of it. And I thought, you know what? This is actually less work and less time than sta- going and getting the roundup. Standing there with the roundup, spraying it on the weed, having to like, who wants to touch it, right? Unless <laughs> you have some sort of protective gear on, so you're going to have to wait for it to die. Then you got to come back. Then you still got to pick it up and dispose of it. And I, I just yeah. feel like I eliminated a whole bunch of steps. <laughs> I yeah, can't.
5: and, and uh, we use uh, we use manpower a lot in the city, but uh, that's actually time consuming. And when you're in a government agency, they don't want to spend a lot of money on manual labor. So that's why they go for the chemicals,
4: exactly. So and they, I
5: they pay the guys by the hour, and they don't want to have about that you know of weeds for a couple of hours when they can just spray them.
4: Well, but well, that's resources. what I'm saying, we- but I don't see where that is um, less work. Is what it, what I'm saying? And you know, you are so right. And I was very upset on Mission Avenue over in La Melinda, where I actually talked to the person in charge of all those trees along there, uh, going up to California Street, and. I, I told him about the the harmful effects, and he still had his people, you know, spraying every single tree, every single utility fixture. Um, I just see dead, you know, dead circles all over the place. And I I made a video in that area of all the bees and the dandelions in January. And guess what? Now I don't see any bees. I don't see any dandelions, and I'm very upset. Very, very yeah when i
5: when I was manager up there uh, i i took pictures of all uh, all the weeds in Santa fe every every one of them and identified them and I showed you uh, I put them in the manual i showed the the guys that worked in the field which ones are good weeds i mean good plants which ones uh you need to get rid of like puncture line as of some of the yellow plants and the yellow flowers i mean the bird, the bees like and they, they're good for the bees so they had, they have listed uh, they could only kill certain weeds they couldn't kill all of them if it was a beneficial weed, they just couldn't—they couldn't kill it. They had to grow there, and the people complained about it.
4: And I just told them, "Well, oh, that's—we're uh, not going to kill something. That's good for nature." Well, we got spraying going on all over the place, and then I went well, to—then I went they don't to know some, what they're doing. Well, they—they they they, went. They, they don't know what they're doing, or they do know what they're doing.
5: They—they—you uh, uh, know—they got a job. They said, "You know, go out. You got to kill all the weeds in the city." We kind of, in Luis. Get the, get the quickest way to kill them out there and spray them and be done with it. And that's their job. They don't know any better. They don't know the hazards of Roundup. I've seen guys spraying that stuff and wearing short pants and shortsleeves shirts. They don't. They, they haven't even read the label. They don't know how to even dress when they do it.
4: You, you should see their face when I talk to these landscapers and I tell them. I say, "Guess this stuff is cancer causing," according to the World Health Organization. And we are going to talk about a statement that just came out from our government uh during the show as well uh but you know i told him i know you know this stuff is cancer causing there's no doubt in my mind i've talked to the top scientists here that have no interest in supporting roundup they're not getting money under the table from them or anything uh but you know i said guess who is getting the most exposure you you're you're the one that's spraying this stuff all the time who do you think is the most at risk you are and their their eyes just kind of get like really big and i can see there is something going on in their brain there something's clicking and that's that that's what i wish i could just get through i'm always looking for the magic words where i can get that light to come on and people are you know finally starting to get what the heck we're talking about here and the severity of it and the urgency as well that we need to we have some really important decisions that we need to make besides the decision we make every time we spend our dollar who who we give our dollars to it makes them more powerful it supports them it says i i believe in you i believe in what you're doing and we have people that are torturing animals growing food with poison on it not caring about our health not caring about our kids and you're giving money to them. You know, I, it's like, I'm like no freaking way, man. You're not getting my dollar. I'm not giving you my dollar for what you're, you know, the kind of things you're doing. And I feel like they're making everyone participate in their perverted acts. And I, you know, I, I just, that, that really gets to me because most of the people, if you ask them, do you want to torture animals? They would say no, you know, but by buying those products, we're we're making them participate in that whole practice, and I just think it's it, right. it's evil.
5: Oh, I agree. I mean, uh, every time you buy a to buy a hamburger, you're, you're buying an animal that's to torture.
4: Yeah, yeah. And it was given. Um, it was, you know. And then then now we have, you know, these fast food companies. Oh, they're they're taking the the stand to not use the antibiotics, which is huge because. When we have antibiotic resistance, we are looking at people not being able to have surgery, surgery that could be life-saving because we have no drugs to prevent the infection. And so the whole antibiotic thing, I'm glad that we have moves going to that. But the fact that they're using that now to help market their product, like, oh, we're just so great, you know, we're doing this, when they should have been doing it all along. I'm sorry, you don't get... That many brownie points for me, uh, but then when the bottom line is, it's still full of pesticides. The animals are still cre- treated inhumanely. They're still given arsenic, for all I know, because that was common practice with chickens. It was supposed to be banned, but I'm not really sure that I can trust that uh, arsenic, which is extremely toxic. I mean, I've been watching like forensic files and that. And people use that to kill other people, so. Uh, I, you know, and they talk about how bad arsenic is, and I'm just like, Ugh, God, they're giving that to the chickens, you know, and so, um, you know, that, that's, you know, things that I don't agree with. And I'm in a kind of, um, I want, I got a lot of tabs here and a lot of topics that I want to, I want to go through. And uh, we'll just kind of get through as many of them as we can, because I think they're all they're all really impor- important. There's so many things happening in the news right now. Now, just to start, I I found uh, this paper that I it doesn't have a date on it. It was published by Berkeley, and I think it must have been published around the year 2000. But I'm going to be adding this to my website because. This stuff is shocking. I mean, so many people they're thinking that these pesticides are safe, and I love what um, Amanda, one of the Amanda, um, I think it's like Plummet um, is her last name, but from she she has the non-toxic San Bernardino County Facebook, and I love what she said that the all the government does is license; they do not test these pesticides for safety. And Doctor Doctor Hayes said no, they, they don't.
5: Oh yeah. The, 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 pesticides, the pesticide companies they uh, they so they so called test them. Then they give the results to the EPA and EPA rubber stamps.
4: Well this and that's
3: what happens.
5: I mean uh, we've got we've got chemicals on the on the market for many years like D D T and chloridine and peptichlorin and after after being on the market for twenty, or thirty years they find out they're dangerous. So they pull them because they were never tested to begin with. Well get Basically, they shouldn't put these chemicals on the market until they tested. We tested for ten years before they even put on the market.
4: Yeah, because that's how long people are, are consuming them, and so many things are not going to show up like right away when you're. With the
5: pesticide and, industry, yeah,
4: you know, they regulate. They they run the EPA. And it's what, like what about the safe l- FDA. Well, what about like safe limits? You know, they try to say that this is something that really upsets me, too, because I've had Dr. Hansen say that for the Senior Scientist for Consumers Union say that small, little doses over long periods of time are much more toxic than just, you know, getting one kind of large dose. Uh, So that and that's pretty much what everyone's getting. They're getting little bits of pesticides all the time. And they're telling people that, you know, a little bit of poison is okay. Don't worry about it, you know. I'm sorry. Yeah,
5: that's, uh, that's just, yeah, just the industry we live in. I mean, uh, it's all about money. I mean, the pesticide industry has got to make money, and that's why they do what they're doing. I mean, there's pesticides every place. I mean, and people got pesticides in their body, if you, get, you go get doctor and get tested, you'll, you'll find pesticides in your body. Oh, I, I haven't. matter where right away ago, you can you walk in a building that been sprayed last week, and you'll, you'll have the pesticides in
4: your body. Yeah, you'll test, you'll test positive. And I just talked to a researcher that published about PCBs, PCBs, you know, are extremely toxic. They collect in the environment. They were outlawed. But guess what she told me, Richard? She said, every single person, every baby, everybody still has PCBs in their body. Mm -hmm. I was like, you're kidding me. Everybody. She's like, everybody. Everybody. And we have other pesticides. That's why some of the people
5: are dying from cancer these days. Well, going to stop them.
4: Well, get this. We were talking about testing of pesticides. This was like the shocker. The big shocker that I found on the Berkeley website. They were literally giving people spoonfuls of pesticides to test them. They got And they were lying to them and telling them it was a drug so that they would do it. So they were hiring, you know, young kids desperate for money, you know, 18 years old uh, to come and be a part of these experiments where they were feeding them in their drink or whatever, these pesticides to see what kind of effect they would have and to test to see if they were safe. I could not believe that. And not just that, but they literally had kids, small children. They didn't
5: didn't get didn't go to. Didn't get in trouble
4: for that. No, no. I've got to share this with you. I just, I couldn't even. I found it. I just stumbled on it. It's like in some obscure, you know, Berkeley publish, published published um, article that somehow, you know, was like a long time ago when the internet was like just starting. But um, well, it's Berkeley, all, it's all Berkeley's, right Berkeley's here. Uh,
5: go ahead. Berkeley, uh, Dow Chemical. Dow Chemical is a very large chemical company. They have an office in the biology department in Berkeley that they used to. And they used to promote, uh, you know, fumigating houses and not using orange drill, which is safe. It says, right. Came out with it. Yeah, go that ahead. Came out with a statement that says orange uh, drill is, uh, isn't good, and it is good. But Dow Chemical was, uh, was uh, right, they were, in da- they were in Berkeley University.
4: Yeah, this is where this, is. it says Dow Chemical Company based in Midland Michigan, yeah. says Dow Agrisite the science unit is awaiting approval for U.S. laboratory for a human test with a worm and termite killer. The the chlor how do you say that chlor, chlor I, I know that stuff is like so so bad. And they the even things. yes, and they even had kids stand in the middle of a field. Kids that were like, you know, not even teenagers, and they had a, a plane come over and aerial spray them. I, I'm yeah. I'm just I, so I, chemicals. I just can't even believe all this. So I'm going to be uh, posting that. I thought that was like a really big shocker. And okay, in the news. Okay, farts, everybody. We got farts in the news. <laughs> Cow farts. <laughs> yeah, I guess they're starting to take action against the dairy industry in California because the cows are farting like crazy. And why are they? You know, the thing is, it what gets me is we were just talking about what? The antibiotics, right? and the kind of things that they're giving these animals, how they're treated as well. Well, I I read another research paper that just came out recently that is linking the fact that they're giving all these antibiotics to the cows, and what happens to the cows is what like happens to us, right? When we get antibiotics, it kills the bad guys and the good guys, and we end up weaker in the end because our good bacteria has been compromised and killed. Well, when you're giving antibiotics every single day to these animals, what do you think is happening to their digestive system? You're wiping, sure. you're wiping it out. So no wonder they have farts so bad. No wonder yeah. they're they're creating all this methane. Methane. We are part of the problem, not the cow. And the dairy industry is rampant with that kind of of. Of treatment of animals, except for people like organic valley farmers or organic pastures, raw dairy, who I actually went up there and get, I, I could not believe what Zen Honeycutt said on her show last week. I am working on a clip of just that soundbite because I, I was in shock. And she said that she went to a farm. She went all over the country during the summer and she visited this one farm the guy does create grass-fed beef and dairy. I, am, I, don't know, I think it was beef. And she said, um, she said that she got out of him that he actually sprays Roundup on the grass. And this is, this is the reason. Because then he gets the more nutritious new growth of grass. It's like, oh, thank you for the added nutrition with the glyphosate on the side. Right mm-hmm. <laughs> you know I, and the thing is I like I bought some cheese from Aldi that was from Australia, grass fed cheese, and I fell victim, thinking, "Oh, why would these people kill the grass because that's what the cows are eating, so they wouldn't be spraying pesticide on the grass I'm you know this is good, even though it's not certified organic. I thought, why would you kill the grass and then. I learned that there is a reason (laughs) that they will kill the grass. So bottom line, you can't trust any product unless it's certified organic. And if you don't believe that organic has, you know, practically no pesticides, except for maybe like some drift contamination, which doesn't even
0: Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
2: Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office.
0: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Shows up like a tiny little blip compared to a conventional uh, diet testing for pesticides. Just type in the organic effect, an international award winning three minute video that highlights a Swedish family that goes from a one hundred percent conventional diet to a one hundred percent organic diet, and you will see that you should never be. Doubting organic food again And trust me, these farmers Are serious They don't want pesticides on their farm They don't want to be exposed to them They don't want to breathe them They don't want to get cancer They're not using them Very rarely will you find someone cheating the system These people are committed They they want a, they want clean food for their own family And a clean farm uh, Okay, and then now we're on the subject Of the dairy industry Ugh i was I was so disappointed, Richard, when I found out that the man responsible for getting all these policies passed at the federal level, which you know there was some shenanigans going on there um, He is now head of the dairy industry, the guy from Monsanto that worked for Monsanto for years, mm-hmm. that got all these policies passed for g m to allow gMOs to be used at the federal level, is now the head of our dairy industry. And I worked with schools. I sold organic cereal to schools all over the country. And I went to the schools, and I know, you know, they're serving milk every single day. I don't even, ever since the dairy industry tried to slip aspartame into milk being fed to our kids at school without having to put it on the label, that's what they were trying to do. Uh, and I had Dr. Woodrow Monte, um, an expert on aspartame, talking about how it eats your brain, literally eats away the myelin sheath around the nerves in your brain, uh, and thinking about that happening to our kids. And, and what, when I fought to get junk food out of schools, uh, what do they go? Oh, we'll replace the sugar with aspartame drinks, low sugar drinks. You know, it's just, we're, we're, we're totally messed up here. We are so messed up. Okay, so I just wanted to um let people know that. Now here I thought this was really a good article. It was like how medications make your autoimmune system worse. And I was so glad to see this because as a dietitian, I have been saying this over and over again because all of these, you know, Maylocks and Tums and all of these things that, you know, the purple pill. People have heartburn like crazy because, first of all, they've been eating all these GMOs and pesticides and wiping and antibiotics and wiping out their digestive systems. And yeah, you're going to have heartburn. But as someone that had to learn about hydrochloric acid and how our stomach works and how our digestive system works and the enzymes that we need to break down proteins and steak and all this kind of stuff and get the nutrition out of it, the whole idea of suppressing... The very thing in your stomach that does the job, the acid, it breaks the meat down so that you can get the protein out of it. And when you suppress that acid, you've got meat going through your system, undigested, turning rancid, releasing all these toxins in your system. And people are taking, you know, all of these Tums and everything suppressing their acid, And they're not digesting their food properly. And they're missing out on the nutrition that they can get. And that's why when I saw this headline, Make Your Autoimmune System Worse, I was like, I totally get it. Of course it does. When you suppress the very digestive system that's there in place to take care of the job, yes, you're going to have a compromise. You know, the the nutrition you get out of food, um, you know, you think breaking down steak, man, that's, you know, that's pretty, that's pretty heavy duty job. You know, sure. I, I, I want my hydrochloric acid there <laughs> to help me break that steak down. And the whole idea of it, you know, going, getting rancid as it's going through my system and just, it's like every other commercial, but I noticed I have not been seen as much of those commercials. And I really think that these people know when this kind of information is finally going to hit the fan. I think that they had a heads up that this was all, this is going to start coming out. And then another thing that got me is when I went through Bayer, Bayer, who is now going to buy Monsanto and they're saying that, Oh, they may get rid of the name Monsanto because everyone hates it. So yeah, I w I'm, I am not surprised that they actually want that sale sale to get bought by Bayer so that they can go hide and get rid of the Monsanto name, and all these, it just so happens that that the first big lawsuit against Monsanto, and all their PCBs, which that was Monsanto, everybody, um, yep. that uh, they just lost a really big lawsuit uh, for PCP contamination, and what it did to all these people, how it compromised their health and killed them, uh, that they would run to a bigger corporation to come and hide hide them. And maybe they can get away with these other lawsuits that are going to start coming. They're going to be coming like crazy and they're going to lose them because we already have a president sent. And this is just the scratching the surface. We've got farmers with Hodgkin's lymphoma and other cancers after being exposed to these pesticides. And so um, it's my theory that that's part of uh, the motivation there and you know I oh well I was going to say Bayer you know like I went through and I actually they they make hundreds of products and I mean they're making chemicals for you know cars and and um, heavy duty chemical reactions in laboratories and making all kinds of things that you couldn't even imagine and then over there in the corner is a small group of products that go in people's bodies. And I noticed that even the, um, the, the Tums, they're the ones that make Tums, is Bayer. And I noticed that the ingredient that they used is actually an ingredient that they use in all these other products that have nothing to do with food or our body. They have to do with all these other industries. So I thought, oh, they probably sat and thought, you know what, we make a whole bunch of this stuff. And when people take it, it will suppress their acid, their stomach acid. So let's let's start selling it for that purpose too. And we'll really make money because we're making massive amounts of it for really cheap. And our profit margin will be huge. And so I just, you know, I just really see where they think like that. And the thought that this company that's taking a chemical that's used for all these other things and then repackaged and re-marketed as something that we put in our bodies, I I just don't sit well with. And I, I never wanted to eat those tums, And I watched my mother eat those things day after day after day. And she had the worst case of osteoporosis I ever saw. My mother was, and I'm six foot tall, and I'm still six foot tall. (laughs) Six foot tall, I have not shrunk at all. I thought, oh, well, maybe later on I'll shrink a couple inches. I won't have to be six foot tall anymore. (laughs) But no, haven't shrunk because I don't drink sodas, which she drank every day, and she took those Tums like candy. So I guess that's part of the reason that I hate them too. Okay, um, Okay, here we got Bill Gates. Bill Gates, the computer guy. What is yep. he in the food business for? You know, In you know what business, the food business, the GMO food business.
5: Oh, he, just to make money.
4: Yeah, because it's big money. Isn't right? that rich enough? Yeah, yeah. It just can't, it can't have an open. He's, he's using, um, you know, the he's using the cause. We're going to save these people with vitamin A. When um, he made a GMO rice that has vitamin A in it, and Uh, Also, these yams, you know, like that's all people want to eat, you know, like you can get vitamin A from greens, from papaya, from apricot, a wide variety of foods. Yet they say, let them eat rice and yams, GMO rice and yams. That's what it is in my book. And I, I, I have lost all respect for Bill Gates and what he is doing, pushing this. And where is he selling it? Nigeria. Well, mm-hmm. Nigeria stood up to the GMO cotton and they said they don't want to do it anymore. And you know what? Um, who can't This literacy project, which is nothing but a big front for the chemical company. Have you heard of them? Which one? Which one? It's called the literacy project. I've
5: heard of it. I don't know much about it. but I've heard Yeah,
4: of it. it's a front. It's a front for the chemical GMO companies. And what they do, I talked about this a little bit last week, the misinformation that is pumped out there to put doubts in people's head. And that's exactly what they are setting out to do is to um, put doubts in people's heads that, oh, this is really perfectly safe. You don't have to worry about it. Oh, it's called the Genetic Literacy Project. And they're saying insecticides and fungicides Not neonicotinoids contribute most to B mortality, study says, which is just the opposite of what Dr. Lundgren, USDA scientist, award-winning scientist said on our show, and all kinds of other studies as well. And it's just like, they come out with this information that is exactly the opposite of what is being said in the news so that they can discredit that research and that's what they do. So if you ever end up at their website everybody, the Genetic Literacy Project, all they do is smash the scientists, they smash the research and try to put doubts in people's minds that it's kind of like a Trump move in a way <laughs> in my mind. And speaking of Trump, let's let's like talk about that a little bit too because that's pretty big in the news right now and As a dietitian, I was kind of interested, you know, in what Dr. Oz was going to say and what the health report was going to say of both of our candidates. And I did do, I got to get over to the place where I have that uh, research that I say, oh, here we go. Now, um, you know, we, I, I was very disappointed in Dr. Oz, but he's been a sellout before, to, big, to the GMO and the big chemical companies. And so I wasn't surprised that he balked. You know, we didn't really say which. I mean, he's a cardiac surgeon. Come on. You know, we have um, Donald Trump, 6'2", age 73, 236 pounds. Uh, well, the thing is, his ideal body weight is 173 pounds. And he was actually 15 pounds more. Uh, So, you know, that right there is saying, and this is, I put age 73 and all that. And so his, uh, his ideal weight is 173.3 pounds. So that means he's like over, you know, 50, 60 pounds overweight. And I can cite other research that shows that those extra pounds, every 10 pounds that you're packing on is increasing your risk of a heart attack exponentially. But it works just the opposite. And that's the great thing. When you lose 10 pounds or like 10% of your body, 5, 10% of your body weight, you have now greatly reduced your risk of a heart attack. And it takes a while, but your body will start to heal. And it will, um, all, all of the things inside that make it less likely for you to have a heart attack will stay even if you gain a little weight back. So the benefit of losing weight, but you don't want to be doing the yo-yo thing. But I was also very disturbed with the fact that he's on statin. Have you heard about, like, what, what's going on with the statins, the negative effects? Yeah, it's,
5: that's, that's, uh, yeah that, that, that cholesterol thing is just nonsense. I mean, from what I've read, that uh, you know, cholesterol is not a problem. I mean, your body makes the cholesterol it needs. I mean, the statin company decided to make high cholesterol dangerous, not the medical department.
4: There, there have been so many lies, the egg yolk, you know, the, the, the fat in milk. And in my mind, you know, the PCP thing, the PCPs are, um, they collect in the fat of animals, and we eat them. If anyone is wondering how you get these PCPs that are super toxic that they had to outlaw, but they're still in everybody's body, they're in the fat of animals, and I'm just yeah. wondering, you know, when the PCB thing, levels were the highest, if, you know, yeah, it totally benefited the sugar industry big time. It, it was a symbiotic relationship on selling uh, the low-fat diet because it kind of came out. I remember when trans fats are poison, worse than saturated fat came out because it's man-made. It was a man-made fat, to, for the for the fast food industry, so they could fry French fries over and over and over again in the grease, and it wouldn't break down. That's why they invented trans fats for the fast food industry, and they didn't want to tell everybody how bad they were, that they were poison and killing them and ca- caught increasing their risk of heart attack. Way more than saturated fat, because things like lard, like they try to make lard bad, when lard is our biggest source of vitamin D that you can that you can have. You know, lard is a very efficient um, grease for frying in, and it was used for centuries. You know, lard is pig fat, and you know what happened? You know why? Why? Why all of a sudden does that become evil? You know, and why all of a sudden does fat become evil? Well, maybe if it's concentrated with PCPs. Because Dr. Sun have said on our show that the whole uh, glyphosate is causing it's binding the folic acid in the soil. That's how it helps kill the weed. That it binds the, the minerals so that the weed dies of malnutrition and yet your your food is growing right next to it, right? <laughs> and uh So we actually have this deficiency in our food system of folic acid due to the pesticide. But in order to cover that up, they started putting folic acid, a synthetic folic acid, by the way, not like the real kind like you get in food, in all these products. And I think it was really to, um, you know, the fact that the fat was becoming so toxic in many different ways. That's why they don't want people eating a lot of it. And plus, they can make more money if they can sell the fat to the ice cream in the ice cream and for butter than as whole milk because they can get almost as much for the non-fat as the whole milk. And that's why when you go to buy organic pastures, raw dairy, the whole milk is way more expensive than the non fat milk. And I thought, there you go. That proves just what I was saying because that that fat does have value. And Dr. Benbrook, Charles Benbrook from uh, – I get him mixed up. I think it's the University of Washington. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm wrong. Um, But he had a study that showed that organic whole milk was better for your heart than low-fat conventional. And it's full of omega-3s. Yeah, But,
5: but nobody needs milk. I mean milk was made for cows, not for people.
4: Well, I, I still like, I'm sorry, I still like cream in my coffee.
5: <laughs> well, I, don't, uh, I don't drink milk, and I don't drink coffee, and I don't eat meat. I mean, I'm a stiff baby.
4: Really? Well, good for oh, you. yeah. Yeah. I, I did that for a year uh, when I was going to dietetic school at Loma Linda. But I don't know, maybe it's my Indian heritage and just the way I grew up, but I don't eat a lot of meat. See, I, I believe in the kind of the the Asian philosophy where they eat lots of vegetables and they only use a little bit of meat to kind of flavor it. And I that kind of protein seems to be what my body needs. So I only buy well, organic... I, I, haven't eaten, I
5: haven't eaten a piece of meat in 16 years.
4: Okay, well... No, uh, it's I, I would recommend for anyone to do that. But of course, you know, if you're going to be a vegan, you've got to be really careful that you're getting complete proteins and and people... People don't realize there's,
5: there's more protein in broccoli than there is in beef.
4: Oh, I don't know about that. I'll have to look it up. <laughs> um, but I know that. to me, the concern I always have with vegans is that they're getting a complete protein. And you look at a lot of cultures, and they know how to combine foods. You know, the the Indian culture is really good for that. But the you know the the Mexican food is like perfect because you have beans and rice, and alone. Beans and rice do not make a complete protein, but together they make a complete protein because one is high in the limiting amino acid and that the other one doesn't have. So anyway, they complement each other. But when you're a vegan, you have to be sure you're getting B12 and getting uh, complete protein. So I guess uh, you kind of got that figured out. So well, um, I, haven't been, I
5: haven't been sick for so many years. I can't remember the last time I've been sick with anything. Well, I was trying to go to the doctor. I mean, I'm 73 years old and... And my body's in good shape, or a lot better than it was not like thirty years ago when I ate, ate hamburgers
4: and stuff like that. Well, I'm all for the vegan diet, but what another thing? And I just called um, M- 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 Melik from um, uh, what's that? What's that show? It's like the number one show that uh, has all those nerds in it that are like PhDs and that. Uh, the Big Bang Theory. Uh, he uh, the the. The girl that has the high IQ, she was holding a vegan burger, and but it was obvious to me that you know I I don't know where the vegan part of it, I don't know how if it had GMO soy in it, and then obviously the bread looked like the plain wheat bread that wasn't even whole wheat, but most of that whole wheat's a, a big joke anyway, but. You know they're spraying glyphosate on the wheat before they harvest it. So I'm I'm looking at that vegan burger, and I'm sorry, I just I would not consider that a healthy choice. The way she had it, you know, I have to know where all those ingredients are from because uh, a lot of those vegan products, fake meats, and that they have GMOs and glyphosate in them. So if we're
5: finding roundup and everything, everything's got glyphosate in it. I mean. Uh...
4: No, uh, but not a to the. Di-
5: li- a vegan diet is just a no meat diet. It's not a no glyphosate diet.
4: Well, yeah, and that—that's yeah, that's my point, you know. And so people need to—they need to be really careful. And I, I, I
5: know, I know, I eat glyphosate. So I'm sure I do. I, I wouldn't if I did if I knew it, but I mean, I'm sure I eat things that have glyphosate in it, and and I'm not going to be able to stop that. I mean, uh,
4: I do. I am very picky about anything that passes my lips. Um, it has to be, it has to be organic. And I, I sometimes you... Well, oh, need...
5: the vegetables I eat are organic, I eat organic vegetables and all that. But, I mean, sometimes you eat you, you, uh, like a, a bun, a, a bread, something like that. you know, you don't know where it is.
4: Well, yeah, and that's why, that's why I'm, I like to eat at home. <laughs>
5: I, I, like, I, I, like, I like starting off the treadmill for GMO,
4: too. Oh, totally. If you're yeah. not buying organic soy milk and see and that's one of the cases where big corporate bought silk soy milk. They used to be all organic. Now they have about 25 flavors and there is like three organic choices out of all those. The rest is GM of soy. Yeah. And there were people that were buying it for years and just, you know, you know, knew it is organic and they continued to buy it after dean after I think it was I can't remember the name of the company, I just, maybe Dean Foods bought it, uh, and they they just assumed it was still organic, but they switched the ingredients out because the profit margin is so much higher on the non-organic ingredients and still let people think that it, it's, it's organic. And what Annie's is doing, since General Mills bought it, is they're pulling the organic ingredients out. They have, uh, like now their mac and cheese. It says made with organic macaroni on the front. So they want everyone to think, oh, this is an organic product when the macaroni is the cheapest ingredient of all and all the rest of the ingredients are not organic. But people see that made with organic macaroni and they think the whole thing is organic and plus it used to be organic. It used to be all their products were organic, I think. But I took pictures of all the old pictures. Um, I saved all the old pictures of the original Annie products and I'm going to start comparing and seeing what happens because I know what they do. They they start subbing out the organic for non-organic ingredients so they can increase their profit margin and people still continue to buy because they trust it. And I just think that is extremely de- uh, deceptive. Okay, now what, oh, we had the big thing of which you've been such an uh, incredible help on. With all this mosquito spraying, and we had a non-toxic San Diego on our show last week, and um, the M- Michelle Schumacher—I can't believe I'm hearing Schumacher all over the place. <laughs> Schumacher was actually on. Um, on uh, about so, some other person named schumacher um, on yahoo today too and i'm like gosh i have, now i'm meeting all these Schum- i'm hearing about all these schumachers uh, but michelle is a credible woman and she's out there trying to fight the fight and i just so happened to see that an announcement that they're spraying in the skyline area of san diego and i'm from san diego so i'm pretty passionate about it it's an incredible city it's one of the most beautiful in the world and the thought of them spraying all these pesticides, um, very upsetting. And we actually went out and last September, myself and four other uh, concerned citizens and one of them lived on the street where they were going to spray. She had an organic garden. She had bees. She has um, chicken. She has fish. And all that was going to be contaminated with these pesticides. And so we blocked the streets off on each end, and we stopped those, those trucks from coming, but we invited the Channel 7 News to come out, at 3 o'clock in the morning, they showed up, <laughs> and they, we were on the 5, 6, and 7 o'clock news, and this is what I encourage people to do. You need to get bodies there. You need to stand up for your rights and protest and get an organized media event and invite the media to come. But have your messages ready that you want to say on why you are doing this. And you will make the news because I really see that the news wants to support uh, citizens on this. And they did a really good job of, you know, supporting us. And I know that um, and I, I was upset when I went to the went to a garage sale and found out that the state had been in their yard spraying for the Asian citrus psyllid. And I've been wondering, wondering what happened to my monarch caterpillars. They, I had like 11 of them and they all disappeared. And I'm thinking it was right when they came around uh, spraying because my neighbor behind me has a huge grapefruit tree that goes over into my yard. And they probably came and sprayed when I wasn't looking. So I, I'm going to fight with everything I have about this. I'm determined to make where I live, I'm starting in my own backyard to be pesticide-free. I'm going to uh, ask the, uh, I've already started making the phone calls to get the records for all the pesticides that have been sprayed in all the parks, all around these cities. Every city has to submit um, all a detailed information on what pesticides they have applied in the city to the county. So there are records of all of that. And I am going to get my hands on all of these surrounding cities around here. I'm going to give it to Reverend Billy Talon for his um, project of the map of the United States where everyone can go and look and click on their city and see what pesticides have been applied. And I think you'll be surprised that it's the park where your kids have been playing. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's happening all the time. Now, next week, I did talk to a group. I don't know if you've heard of them, Richard, but um, they make a product called... Their mammoth is the name of the company. I love that name. <laughs> but they have uh, like my, microbials, soil microbials, and all these other organic uh, fertilizers and alternatives to pesticides. And they're kind of a new company. And I'm, I'm going to have the scientists and all and uh, two others from their group on the show next week so I invite everyone to please tune into that because we're going to get down into the soil. That's right. We're going to be learning about the soil and what should be going on in our soil and what's not going on in there and then how they're helping to the soil to heal and get back where we have the microbes in there like we're supposed to because they do so many incredible things. I mean, what do you think of soil microbes? Well, I'm not
5: sure I don't know a lot about it, so I,
4: I don't want to Oh, okay. Oh well, you'll have me. to tune in. You got to tune in next week then. <laughs> and hear what these guys have to say because they're bringing their scientists and everybody on, and it's a it's an up and coming company. And I really, I happen to know that Monsanto bought uh, a company that's working on soil microbes too. So they know mm-hmm. they they know that's where the future is, and I would much rather support the Mammoth Group. Then the company that is made and they got into the hydroponics uh, business as well, uh, Monsanto. But I'm going to be writing a, an article about that. I'm putting that on. Okay. So what else was going on in the news here? Oh, yeah. The government says this popular pesticide doesn't cause cancer. Huh? Really? You're right. You know, I just I am so disappointed in our government, Richard. I just it's so disheartening. I, these people. Well, they, run, they run by money, and uh, side the pesticide industry gives them a lot of money, so they do what they say.
5: <sighs> the pesticide industry and the pharmaceutical industry is running the, run the country.
4: I know, and it's just like, and what do you think about these mergers? I mean, we're getting down to where there you know, there used to be like, you know, five or six companies, and now we're getting down to like, you know, it just keeps getting cut in half and half and half. Yeah.
5: You know, all the profit will go to Bayer and Bayer's over Germany. So Germany will get make a lot of money on this.
4: Oh yeah, heck yeah! Well, uh, tell everyone uh, your website again. Um, askthebugman.com. dot com. And of those of you that want like schools without pesticides and be practicing that in your own home and around there, I tell you, uh, Richard has an incredible book for twenty five bucks. You can download it. He's got a plan for schools. I think that you asked like ten dollars for that, and yeah, and then you offer free consulting. You know, for like right. forever. So I mean, what a well, deal! If they, they,
5: they, they join the book club, which I have, they get a copy of the book, and you now help for free for the rest of the life, for the rest of my life.
4: And there's so many great formulas in there you can use in your garden. So check it out. And join us next Tuesday, everyone. What a glag right here on KCAA. Thanks so much for tuning in. Bye.
3: Member SIPC.